Welcome to the Dew of Heaven service with Reverend Brian Krumah. Reverend Brian Krumah brings you powerful and practical teachings of the Word of God, which is able to save your soul. Reverend Bright currently pastors the Bronx North Branch of the Kodesh Family Church in New York City, a church full of love, joy, and enthusiasm for the Lord. We pray that this message brings hope and light to your life. Listen and be blessed. That this day has seen us alive. You have counted us among the land of the living. That we are alive today. We are grateful. We are thankful. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you glory and we give you honor. We thank you. We are grateful, Lord. Year by year, you have seen us through. In the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you honor. This afternoon, Lord, we welcome your spirit to lead us into all truth. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Why don't you clap your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated. You see, we, um, we ought to be thankful to God for his goodness towards us. We always have to have a reason to thank God. Every one of you, every one of us must always have a reason to thank God. Amen. You see, even when I asked that you should rise to your feet, stand to your feet, and let us pray, you were all able to stand. You know, you were all able to rise to your feet. That alone must cause a thanksgiving offering in your mouth. Amen. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, Sometimes when something is taken from you and is given back to you, that is when you see that you have received a miracle. You see, but if you read the book of John, John chapter 5, you know, there was a man who was, the Bible says, sitting at the pool of Bethsaida for how many years? 38 years. 38 years, and he could not rise. If you were to go and say, why don't you all stand to your feet and let us pray, he could not do that. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? He could not do that. He was sitting down for 38 years until the day that Jesus showed up in his life. And on that day, on that day, when Jesus said, arise, take up your mat and walk, that day he was able to rise. You see, and that day he said he has received a miracle. Amen. Amen. So you have received a miracle since the day you were born. Since the day you started walking, you are able always to rise and walk. That is a miracle. You see, you don't have to sit down for 38 years and then one day we say arise and walk and then when you are able to rise and walk then you realize that a miracle has been done in your life you don't need to suffer 38 years of sitting down 38 years of no progress 38 years of no work 
38 years of no church. You see, the man wanted to go to church, but he could not. Because the day he was able to rise, the next time, they found him in a temple. So even your ability to be here should cause a thanksgiving offering in your mouth. Your ability to rise and you sit. Some of you, it's even difficult for you. You just don't want to rise. Even though you have the ability to rise. Amen. Or you don't understand what I'm sharing with you. God has kept you walking all these years. It's a miracle. I say it's a miracle. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So you see, it is not an accident that you are walking. It's not by accident that you are walking. That someone was sitting down for 38 years. Hallelujah. Today I want to share with you about spiritual ignorance. Spiritual ignorance. I want to share with you that life is not all about having a job. Life is not all about having an apartment that you have nicely decorated, that you have a sofa and you have a bed and you have a living room and a kitchen which you never had before. Life is not all about that. Life is not all about nice clothes. Amen. Life is not all about different colors of shoes that match your clothes. Amen. Life is not all about having the ability to put it together, that you can dress well, that you are known for dressing well. How many of you can dress well? Oh, yes. Auntie Nancy, I know you can dress well. How many of you can dress well? Ah, very few. My brother, I like that. Yeah, as a man, you should know how to dress well. Amen. You should know how to dress well. Yes. Amen. But life is not all about that. Life is not all about makeup. That you know how to do makeup. That you are known that you, your makeup is always nice. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? That you have special ponds. You know what they are ponds? You see, you don't know. Andrea, do you know what is ponds? You see, you don't know what is ponds. Amen. That you can put it together. Life is not all about that. Amen. Life is not all about having your papers. Or you have a passport. Life is not all about that. It is not all about going to a good school and having a career or getting a degree. Life is not all about being an American, that you were born in America, or you are born in America, or you have an American passport. Life is not all about that. Amen. Isaiah chapter 61. Isaiah chapter 61. It's not all about an accent. That you have an accent so it can get you through to many things. Isaiah 61. 
He said, the spirit, are you listening? He says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. Amen. Amen. You see, this should mean a lot to you. You should not only be concerned about your nice job and salary, but this should mean something to you. That a pastor stands before you and that the spirit of the Lord God is upon him to minister to you. He says, because the Lord has anointed me to bring you good tidings. That should mean something to you. That should mean much to you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? To preach good tidings unto the meek. It should mean a lot to you. That he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. That should mean a lot to you. That you don't have a job and you are brokenhearted. The solution to your brokenheartedness is not having a job only. Because there are many who have jobs and they are brokenhearted. Life is not all about having a job that your brokenheartedness is gone. Or you don't understand the word of God. I should stop preaching. I should end the message. Life is not all about that. He said to proclaim liberty to the captives. Some of you, you are captives in your own lives. Some of you cannot do so many things. There are so many things you cannot do. And life is not all about what you think will make a way for you that you'll be able to do those things. So when a pastor says the spirit of the Lord God is upon me and has anointed me to preach the gospel to the meek, it should mean a lot to you. Your ears should be alert and ready to receive and listen. Amen. Amen. He says, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Amen. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? That you are depressed, you are worried, you are fearful, you are sad all the time, you cannot sleep at night. It's not from what you think you are lacking that is making you feel like that. And that should mean a lot to you. Your sadness and your heaviness and your depression is not because you are, not, you are still not married. It's not because you still don't have a child. It's not because you still don't have your purpose. Because there are some who are 
in that state which you, where you want to be, but they still have the spirit of heaviness. The Bible calls it the spirit of heaviness. Amen. Amen. That they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Hallelujah. So, those are not the talks or speeches that you hear, for instance, in the school. That the Spirit of the Lord God is appointing me and has anointed me. You don't hear this in your classrooms. These are not the discussions in your classrooms. These are not part of your school lectures. Hallelujah. When you go for your job orientation, as you have gotten the job, and they are giving you orientation, this speech is not part of it. The spirit of heaviness and anointing and the, the spirit of God and upon a man and ministering and preaching good news to the meek. It's not part of the speech that you hear on your orientation. You don't hear that. You don't hear that at your in-service. Please focus, focus. Don't be easily distracted. Do you understand? Amen. Amen. It's not part of your internship. That when you go for internship, they teach you about these things. You can only hear these things in the church. And you must pay attention to them and it must mean a lot to you because they are a very much a part of your life. Hallelujah. There are people who go to school, they finish and they cannot find a job. For a long time, you can't find a job. And you realize all your classmates have found a job. You all went to the same school. You are holding the same degree, but you can't find a job. But others find a job. Others find a job immediately. And those who find a job also, they come to a stage where they cannot find anyone to marry. You see, you know, you... you <laughs> Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And you can find someone to marry you. You have finished school, you have find a job, and there's no marriage. At the same time, others also, they finish school, they find a job, they have a marriage, and there's no child. Life is not all about having things. There are other things that play a role in your life. And they should matter to you. They should draw your attention. They should get your focus. Amen. You see that everyone is having a child. Left and right, left and right. You go and they say, you have no eggs. What happened? Life is not all about being a woman. That you look nice. There are other things that play a role in your life. Hallelujah. And there are others who also finish school. They get a job. They find marriage. They have children. And their children are sick. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? And their children are sick. 
and you have a spirit of heaviness. You have school, you have degree, you have a job, you have a marriage, you have children, but your children are sick. Hallelujah. Or your children come to you and they say, you know, I feel like I'm a man in a woman's body. I feel like a, a woman in a man's body. And that can bring you depression, heaviness, spirit of heaviness. Do you know that there are people who have finished school, they have degrees, they have a job, they are married, they have children, and they are depressed and they commit suicide. They kill themselves. You see, you think that you want to be in that place, but someone is there, but the person has committed suicide. The person has taken his life or her life. Amen. Sometimes you have all these things. You have worked and acquired all these things and then you come to a place where you feel you have acquired all these and now you can enjoy it. And then suddenly they tell you there is something that is growing in your body and is going to take your life in such and such a time. Life is not all about having these things. Hallelujah. So these things, they are a very much part of your life. That is why Jesus says something in Luke 12, 15. He said, take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisted not in the abundance of the things that he possessed. A man's life, your life, your joy, your happiness, the fullness of your life, it does not consist of the abundance of the things that you possess. Hallelujah. There is nothing wrong in getting things. There is nothing wrong in getting a degree. You can get many degrees. There is nothing wrong in getting married. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? There is nothing wrong in having children, many as the Lord will give you. There's nothing wrong in having cars and having houses. In fact, Jesus said he will give you many of these things. But my Lord, that same Jesus, he said that your life does not consist in the abundance of these things. Your life does not consist in the abundance of things. Your life does not consist of degree and marriage and cars and papers and children. Hallelujah. That is why a part of your life which deals with the spiritual aspect must not be something that you ignore. It must be of utmost importance to you. The part of your life that deals with the spiritual aspect, you must not be ignorant of it. Hallelujah. You must always be conscious of the spirit of the Lord because your life does not consist of things. That you possess. Amen. That is Jesus. That means that there is something else that adds to make up your life. Amen. So in addition to reading nursing books, reading law books, in addition to reading books from business administration with zeal and with energy and memorizing them to pass, you must also have a zeal to read the scriptures, the Bible that you know and understand and apply them and memorize them and have them as part of your life. Because your life does not only consist of the abundance of nursing books 
and law books and books of administration. Hallelujah. Your life does not consist only of having a degree and passing nursing school. Your life does not only consist of every morning being able to catch the train. That you run quickly to catch the train. That you don't miss the train. That you make sure that the 815 train, you are on it. That same zeal, that same zeal must also be in you. How that you don't like to miss, even when you are tired, you rise up and you go. That same zeal must also be in you. That you are tired but you rise up to come to church. That you run to catch the train to church. Because your life does not consist only in the abundance of the things that you possess. You should have that same zeal. Same zeal, because that equally matters to your life. That equally, if not more, apply to your life. Can I have an amen? Amen. Yes. The same zeal. As you go, as you run to work, as you make sure, sometimes I see how people, they have two minutes to punch in. And I see people who walk like this all the time, that two minutes they are running and they cannot breathe. They, can, they get to the elevator. <sighs> they have one minute to punch in so that the time is right. You should have that same zeal for the church. You should have that same zeal to come to church. You should have that same zeal for your center meetings. When there are center meetings, you are tired, but you must have the same zeal to attend these meetings. Because Jesus said, your life, it does not consist only of punching in on time. Of having your paycheck without deduction. That they didn't deduct some minutes from you. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 and verse 5. You don't like my message this afternoon. That's what is on the menu. But I'm preaching a very good message. Romans chapter 8 and verse 5. It says, for they that are after the flesh... Do mind the things of the flesh. Are you with me? Yes. He said, for they that are after the flesh, do you know what is the flesh? What is the flesh? Your body. Your body. What is the flesh? Someone says the body. But someone also says the body. So whichever way, the flesh is the body. Or the body. (laughs) Amen. The Bible says, For they that are after the flesh, they do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. Hallelujah. So when you are looking for a woman to marry, don't just mind the things of the flesh. Don't just mind nice breasts and nice body shape. Don't just mind the color of the person. Don't just mind the hair of the person. You know, there are brothers here. They're just looking for a nice woman who will just walk in the church with a nice breast and nice buttocks and nice face and nice teeth. A good marriage consisted not of the abundance of a woman's possession.
You are looking and looking and looking and you say, your type, Reverend, my type is not here yet. I've not found my type yet. Because you have a definition in your heart and in your mind about what is your type. My type should have a head this length. My type should have a size this much. My type, my, my type should have a, 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 a bust this size. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? The Bible says those who are after the flesh, they mind the things of the flesh. They are only interested in your nice looks. Or you don't understand the word of God. You are pretending as if you don't understand the word of God. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. When you are looking for a woman to marry, you don't look at the flesh because a good marriage consisted not of the abundance of the flesh. And he says, those who are after the spirit, they mind the things of the spirit. They mind what the Spirit shows them. They mind what the Spirit reveals to them. They go on their knees and they pray. And they ask what the Spirit will direct them to. And sometimes what the Spirit directs you to is not of what the flesh looks like. But those who are after the flesh, they ignore that. There are some people, when they want to get married, they don't even care about counseling. They don't even care about the scriptures, what the scriptures say about marriage. It doesn't matter to them. They want to get married. They care about their wedding day. They care about the gown. They care about the suit. They care about the reception. And then they, they, they say that, that on, the, on the reception, on the, on the wedding day, they ask you, how many minutes do you need for the ceremony? How many minutes do you need to preach? Oh, can you make it 10 minutes? Hey! And then you have 500 hours for the reception. You don't understand the word of God. When you are looking for a man to marry, you're, you're, a good marriage does not consist of height and six packs and busts, chest, muscles. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Because that will lead you to marry a demon. That will lead you to marry a wife beater. Big muscle with big slaps. Yes. Little girl, you say you want a six pack, six feet, six. Little girl, can you take big slap, big slap? You see? You see, he, he looks very handsome. He speaks calmly. You know? Hi, baby. Hi, baby. Is there anything I can do for you? You see, you see, as for you, even when you talk, I can't hear your voice. You are, you are a, a, a giant in, a, what did they say? You, 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 my, my little giant. Oh, Reverend, he looks like that. You can't even hear him talk. He can't talk. He's so sweet. So sweet. So sweet. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. You say, Reverend, as for this one, when you see him, you, you like him. How can I like him? By the looks, flesh. You say, those that are after the flesh, they mind the things of the flesh. They mind the one who has a degree. They mind the one who has money. They, want, they mind the one who drives a nice car. They mind the one who has a nice khaki. 
Amen. So verse 6, Romans chapter 8, the next verse. It says, for to be carnally minded, to be carnal, to mind only fleshy things and the physical, people who don't mind the things of the spirit, it says, for to be carnally minded is death. What is leading you to is your death. When you mind the things of the flesh, you are, it is leading you to your death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Put your hands together for Jesus. He said to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Therefore, verse 12 says, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. Why? For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. Life does not consist only of the things that you see and the things that you, you can touch and the things that you can feel. Life does not consist only of nice things to your eyes. It says, for if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, the needs, the things of the body, if you are able to put them under control, and control them, ye shall live. You shall live. May you be the person that is mindful of the things of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. Today you are being delivered from the carnality of your life. The carnal mindedness of your life. That everything is about your job and about your family and your children and it's about catching the train and it's about buying clothes and school and career and degree. It's not only about that. Because many people have those things that you are striving for. And they didn't end well. They didn't end well. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. They are the sons of God. Just giving your life to Christ and you are not led by the Spirit of God. You don't mind the things of the Spirit. The Scriptures don't mean much to you. You are not a child of God. You are not a child of God. I'm telling you, you are not a child of God. If you don't mind the Spirit, if the Spirit does not matter to you, you wake up in the morning and praying is not a priority. Praying, reading your Bible, taking a Scripture with you to walk. It's not your priority. The Bible says you are dead. You are walking dead. I'm telling you. You are walking dead. Did you read the scripture? He said, for as, as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. They are the sons of God. When you are led by the spirit of God, when you are led by the word of God, when you are guided by the word of God, they are the sons of God. Amen. Amen. So 2 Corinthians 10 and verse 3, it says, For though we live in this world, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. We do not war after the flesh. 
Though we live in this world, our war is not after the flesh. Our getting that job is not about the suit we are wearing. Because people wear better suits than yours. And they still don't get a job. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Children are here, so I can't say certain things. You want me to say it? <laughs> the children, they know things. Eh? He says, for though we live in this world, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Why? Because he says, for the weapons, we, our weapons, the weapons of our warfare, how we live in this world, how we progress, how we finish school, and how we get a job, how we are able to pass our exams, it's not just our ability to memorize, it's not just our ability to write nice papers. Because you can write a very nice paper and let an, a wicked professor encounter you. You will never pass his class. You can go for an interview and come out and say it went very well. You know you spoke very well, but they don't hire you. He says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. There are strongholds in your life. There are things that are yearning to hold your life down. There are things that are yearning to hold your life down. You are praying. You are, you are looking for a husband. And all you are looking for is one with a good job. You will marry to a fetish priest. You will be amazed. But he will be sitting in church. He will be sitting in a church. And he's a fetish priest. But he has a good job. He has a good job. He dresses nicely. He can eat with a fucking knife. He doesn't eat rice with spoon. He doesn't eat rice in a bowl. Is there anyone here who eats rice in a bowl? Not in this church. <laughs> Is there anyone here who eats rice with spoon? Confess, confess. Confess. Not in my church. Not in my church. You are changed from today. I say you are changed from today. You can't eat rice in a bowl. You take rice and you put stew on it and then you use spoon and stir it and then you are eating the rice with a bowl. No, 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 no. Not in the bronze north. I'm changing you. Amen. He said, for though we, we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds. Every stronghold, anything that is a stronghold holding your job, you need the weapon of God to pull that down. I said, you need the weapon of God to pull that down. You don't need a good suit. You don't need a nice head dress and a nice pair of shoes and wear, hold a nice handbag. You need the weapon of God to pull down that stronghold. 
Amen. Amen. You, you don't know something. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see, someone was sick. You see, when you have your menstruation and three, four days, it is finished. You know, sometimes it goes five, six days and you are angry. Someone had her menstruation and the Bible says for 12 good years, it was still going on. And the Bible says she went from doctor to doctor. She spent all that she had on many physicians. And the Bible says she suffered the hands of many physicians. That means that he went from one doctor to the other. One says, we have to do an operation and it will go away. One says, that operation didn't help. We have to do a second operation. We have to do this. We have to do that. The Bible says he went from doctor and she spent all that she had. Yet, she was nothing bettered. She was not well. Life does not consist of only having good doctors. It does not consist of only having to go to a good hospital. There are other things that play a major part in your life. And that should matter a lot to you. That should mean a lot to you. That should mean much to you. So this woman, after she had gone through all of that, she said to herself, I hear the Messiah is in town. I have gone through doctors. I have gone through operations. I have done this and I have done that and I am not healed. Therefore, he pursued, she pursued after a spiritual aspect. And the Bible says, the day she set her mind, now living the, well, the fleshy things, and she set her mind on a spiritual aspect. That day. You see, life does not consist in the abundance of things that you have. Does not consist of the fact that you have a good insurance. There are strongholds. And many of us don't care about spiritual things. I didn't come to church because I was tired. And easily like that, doesn't matter to you. Just like that. I didn't come to church. The church is too far. I closed from work and now I have to go for center meetings. It doesn't matter to you. But she bled for 12 years. 12 years. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? There's someone here, something is going on in your life and you are seeking fleshly solutions. Fleshly solutions for years and the same issue. Begin to pursue another part of it that matters a lot to your life. So the Bible says that this woman, when she saw the Messiah, when she saw Jesus, there was a crowd she was maneuvering. She said, today is my day. I must get to this man. Today is my day. No matter what, I am coming to church. No matter what, I am pursuing. The Bible says that when all, you see, and there were people around. People were around. Great man of God in their midst, but they didn't care. Some of you don't value men of God. Some of you, you come to church because your friends are here. Some of you, the reason why you are still in the church is because the place is nice. You, I mean, it's a nice place to spend your Sunday. Some of you, the message is entertainment to you. But it means a lot in your life. The Bible says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. And he has anointed me. Anointed me. For you. 
Amen. Amen. And that day that he touched the hem of the garment, Jesus says, a virtue has gone out of me. That was a solution. It's a spiritual aspect. You cannot be ignorant of spiritual things. You cannot think that your life, all your life matters, is that you have a good insurance. You can see any doctor that you want. Is somebody understanding the word of God? That you have a child, you, you give birth to a child, and the child is blind. The child is blind. Everyone has a child, and everyone's child can see. But you give birth to a child, and the child is blind. The Bible says this man was born blind. And people were wondering, is this something that his mother did? Is this something that his father did? Is this something that any of his parents did? That caused him to be born blind. You know, there are other aspects of your life. There are other things that pertain to your life. There are other things that matter in your life. And those play major roles in your life. So Jesus said, a man's life consisted not in the abundance, in the abundance of degrees, in abundance of clothes, in the abundance of houses. Your church must be a very important thing to you. The word of God must mean a lot to you. The ability to pick up your Bible and read must mean a lot to you. Hallelujah. I want to read that scripture again. It says, therefore, Romans 8 verse 12. Therefore, brethren, we are not debtors to the flesh. To live after the flesh. Beloved, let us not be debtors to the flesh. Let us not be driven only by the flesh. Let not our lives be driven only by the flesh. Let not our lives be guided only by the needs of the flesh. Yes, you need to have a job. We are not against education. I'm not preaching against education. I'm not preaching against career. You must have career. You must go to school. Hallelujah. You must go to school. You must have a career. You must have a good job. It is my prayer that you have a well-paid job. But your life does not consist only of a well-paid job. At the same time, I want you to be spiritual. I want you to be a spiritual woman. I want you to be a spiritual man. I want you to be someone who minds the things of the spirit. Hallelujah. Can I have an amen? Amen. Can I have a loud amen? Amen. 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 There's so much that I want to share with you. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13. Let's read this last scripture. He says, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness. From the power of darkness. There is a power of darkness. Amen. So when you are born again, when you give your life to Christ, you enter into the kingdom of God. When you are in the church, you are in the kingdom of his dear son. Hallelujah. 
when you come to Christ, you have made a transition. You have, trans, you have transitioned from the kingdom of the power of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son. Now, what is this power of darkness that God has delivered us from? And God willing, next time we have the opportunity, I will explain to you. Put your hands together for the Lord and stand to your feet. Set us free. Set us free from demonic forces that play roles in our name. In the name of Jesus. Yes. We give you glory. Amen. We give you honor. Amen. We thank you for your mighty works, for your wonders, for your beauty. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to your mighty name. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. It says that they will receive the garment of praise Amen. for the spirit of heaviness. Jesus receive name. the garment I of praise, it. the garment of joy for every it. heaviness that is in your life. In the name of Anything Jesus. that is weighing you down, Jesus. this afternoon we break that. Amen. And in place, I give you the Jesus spirit of grace name. that comes from the Lord. Amen. The spirit that breaks the spirit Jesus of heaviness name. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. Amen. That he might be glorified. Amen. Your life will be a glorified life. Amen. In the eyes of the Lord. Amen. None of you here shall be under the power of darkness. In the name of Jesus. None of you here under the sound of my voice shall be overcome by the power of darkness. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy that shall come to pass in your life. There are some of you here, you have been overtaken in spirit. Even your, 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 your career, your marriage is taken in spirit. This afternoon, I release you. I release you. I release you. In the name of Jesus. There's a young woman here. You have not even made your mind about about marriage you have not made your mind about marriage marriage is not even on your mind yet but in the head of time there is an enemy that has planted a life of marriageness a life of singlehood jesus this afternoon it is broken amen when you get there that trap is removed amen in the name of jesus amen in the name of jesus amen i release you in the name of jesus from the spirit of darkness amen i cancel every spirit of heaviness jesus. the things that bring tears jesus. on your pillows the things that keep you awake jesus. at night today is the last day amen that spirit is broken. Amen. That force is broken. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We are not ignorant. Jesus. Of the spiritual world. Jesus name. For the weapons of our warfare, ba, ba, they are not carnal. We do not war after the flesh. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Jesus. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Now with all eyes closed and every head bowed, if there's anyone here this afternoon, you have not given your life to Jesus. You are walking, you are going, and you are coming. You go by the things that you see. All that matters to you are the things that you see. There is another aspect of your life. This afternoon, I want to welcome you to the cross of Jesus for the gift of salvation. So you are here. You are not born again. You have not given your life to Christ. Perhaps you have gone to church for many years, but truly in your heart, you know that you have not given your life to Christ. If that is you, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, wherever you are, just lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Savior. I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my life. If that is you, lift up your hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you.
is there anyone here like that anyone here you want to receive jesus as your savior is there anyone here you can hear a voice is telling you today give your life to christ today give your life to christ is there anyone here like that father we glorify your name we give you glory we give you honor it's your chance it is going anyone you want to give your life to jesus thank you jesus in the name of jesus amen amen hallelujah why don't you clap your hands together we believe you've been blessed by this timely and powerful message we invite you to join us on sunday afternoons for our duel of heaven service and tuesday evenings for our word power service for more messages by reverend bright and kuma please subscribe to the qfc bronx north podcast or contact us at 929-247-0738 stay blessed